Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome, everyone, to Senior Care Live, Kansas City's only talk radio program dedicated to our seniors and their caregivers. As you probably know by now, the mission of Senior Care Live is to provide information, education, and resources for those caring for an elderly loved one. I'm Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting. I just want to thank you for joining me here today. I really appreciate you spending part of your morning uh, listening to this program, Senior Care Live. And as you know by now, this is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information that you can truly depend on to help you in your journey when you're giving, providing care for your aging parents and other elderly loved ones. And if you have a question about the program or how we may be able to help you and your family, call now. It's a toll-free number, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so feel free to call anytime, 1-800-331-6445. You can also check out the website at Senior Care Live, L I V E, Senior Care Live. Dot com. And if you do that, go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and uh, let's uh, go ahead and get connected socially. Also, if you want to learn more about my firm, Senior Care Consulting, you can go to the website, Senior Care Consulting, that's I-N-G, SeniorCareConsulting.com. And this is where my firm offers a highly specialized, very deeply personal service. We can help you find the right senior care community at any level for your elderly loved ones. So if home is no longer an option, you're considering downsizing and maybe moving to an independent uh, living apartment or maybe you need a little help with your activities of daily living so maybe you're looking at an assisted living facility which i think is probably one of the most difficult uh, searches to do because there's so many variables Uh, maybe there are medical needs that need to be addressed and so maybe you need uh, the nursing home or the skilled nursing facility or maybe even memory care for someone with alzheimer's or dementia that's what we help you do we help you get through this whole process in just five short hours we'll save you an unbelievable amount of time we actually tour the facilities with you We conduct a performance audit. We ask lots and lots of questions. I used to operate these facilities. So guess what? I know where to kick the tires, so to speak. I know the questions to ask, and and we will walk you right through this process and make a very difficult process as easy as it can be. If you're interested in that, you can call me anytime at 913-749-7899. That's 913-749-7899. And uh, request a free consultation, and uh, let's get together and talk about that. All right, so 
I want to talk about caring for the caregiver. Because, you know, when we're taking care of our aging parents, our spouse, or any elderly loved one, we always, we tend to go overboard. We don't take care of ourselves. We, we get burned out. Uh, listen, stress is a really, really powerful force. I have seen, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this where the caregiver actually passes away before the person that they're caring for due to just being completely stressed out, ignoring their needs and their health, and it's a it's a really bad situation. So you can't let that happen. So I want to ta- just talk about uh, a little bit today in the first couple of segments about caring for the caregiver. And I like to start off, uh, I make a lot of presentations. I, I do this presentation and a whole bunch of others uh, through, with 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 churches, uh, business, civic organizations, businesses, etc. I always like to start this one off by saying, when you're on the 747 and you're taxiing out to the runway, what does the flight attendant always say every single time? If we have some turbulence and the oxygen mask falls down from the overhead compartment, what do they always say every single time? Be sure to put your mask on first and then you put the mask on those around you that you're caring for. Because guess what? <laughs> if you don't put your mask on first and you become incapacitated, you're of no help. You cannot help the people around you that you love. So you have to put your mask on first, take care of yourself first, and then care for others. And so we're, this is the same thing. You have to take care of yourself. So let's let's uh, back up. Let's just start at the absolute Ground zero basics here. Are you a caregiver? Well, no, Steve. I, I don't see myself as a caregiver. I'm just helping mom out. I'm doing. I run a few errands for. Her. I'm, I'm just helping dad with uh, whatever it is. And so I don't really see myself as a caregiver. Well, you don't have to be a hands-on caregiver to be a caregiver. So, do you do lawn work, snow removal, maybe some house repairs? For your parents, grandparents, spouse, you know, aging loved ones, loved ones, and if you do those sort of things, guess what? You are a caregiver. Well, well, Steve, I'm just mowing the lawn for dad. Well, that's part of it. That's you're real early on, but that is part of it. Uh, do you do household chores, cleaning, maybe do some laundry? Yep, you're a caregiver. That is part of it. Transportation to medical appointments. Uh, that describes me. I've been taking my mom, you know, back and forth for testing to the hospital, all these sort of things. And so that's just part of being a caregiver, and it really is part of it. Grocery shopping. What if what if you just be a pay bills, maybe making some meals, getting a little more hands on there? That's part of being a caregiver. And do you check in with your parents to see if they're okay? So maybe it's just a phone call. Well, they're on your mind. You're checking in to make sure they're okay. That is part of being a caregiver. And uh, don't worry, as you probably already suspect, you're not alone. In the United States of America, there are about 66 million caregivers. That, that's about a third of all households. About Right at about 50 million caregivers provide care for an adult recipient. So generally aging parents, and like in my case, I, I had some responsibility for my aging grandparents, of course. Uh, about 13 million care for both their children and aging adult recipients. So guess what they are? That's your sandwich generation. And wow, that's a super stressful place to be. 
about 4 million care for children. And if you put a dollar amount on all the caregiving services uh, that we're all providing, that's over $400 billion per year. It's a staggering, staggering number. And this is why I always say the unpaid family and friend caregivers are the backbone of our entire health care system. I, I really believe that. Now, if you're employed, uh, this is a really interesting statistic. Uh, the average employed caregiver cost an employer uh, $2,110 a year. And guess what? Most employers don't even recognize this. Now, many do. Some recognize it, but it's lower on the priority list. They haven't addressed it yet. They have other fires they need to put out or deal with, more, you know, higher priority. Uh, but it, it's a it's a big number when you start to add that up. Uh, for intensive care uh, levels of caregiving, that's 2441 a month. And the cost primarily consists of lost productivity, absenteeism, uh, increased cost of health care issues due to the stress that I talked about. And it's estimated to cost American business uh, over $34 billion a year just in lost productivity and uh, absenteeism and all those sort of things. So let me get to my chart here, uh, replacing employees, absenteeism. Uh, there's a new term running around in HR now. It's called presenteeism. <laughs> so I'm physically here, but in my mind, I am not here. I am worried about mom. I'm worried about dad. I'm making the phone call. I'm waiting here just on the edge of my chair because I know the phone's going to ring and something's going to happen. So I'm here, but I'm certainly not here. I'm here physically. I'm not here mentally. So that's called presenteeism. Uh, workday interruptions, uh, elder care crises, supervisory time. So my supervisor may have to step in and do some of my work for me. Unpaid leave, changing from full-time to part-time. And, uh, and all of those things cost businesses money. So that's how that all adds up. Now, some caregiving, and by the way, you can find a lot of this information at SeniorCareLive.com and SeniorCareConsulting.com. Just go to resources. There's a wealth of information on there for you to use and look up anytime you'd like, including the following caregiver survival tips. And some of these may sound pretty basic and straightforward, but when you're in the stress and the throes of providing care, a lot of common sense goes just straight down the drain. It co- it flies right out the window, and and you're just you're just struggling just to get through the day or through the task or the moment or the next hour. Uh, so plan ahead when possible. Try to be organized and plan ahead. And sometimes you know that's difficult, but but do your best. Learn about available resources. And you know, I I think part of the challenge there is that. I think there may be too many resources. So if you Google some of these terms, I mean, there are, you know, 300,000 results uh, for, you know, some of these some of these common terms that you may have to look up. Uh, but learn about available resources. And again, a lot of these resources are on both websites. Uh, take it one day at a time. That's that's pretty big. Um, sometimes. You can't think ahead. You need to get through today, and then tomorrow is another day. And after the break, I'm going to go into some more caregiver survival tips all around the subject of caring for the caregiver. And now the Senior Care Live trivia question of the week. The Medicare plan that replaces traditional Medicare coverage, and it's generally at a much lower cost, is called Medicare Part D, Medicare Replacement Plan, 
Medicare Advantage plan or Medicare supplement plan? The answer right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now toll-free 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now toll-free 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget... If you don't have a radio or you're coming from the car in, into the house with no radio, you can stream it live very simply, SeniorCareLive.com in the upper left-hand corner. There's a big button. You cannot miss it. It says Listen Live. You just click the button and it will stream to any electronic device. It is really that simple. We have a lot, a lot of people listening uh, online as well, so that's pretty cool. All right, back to the Senior Care Live trivia question of the week. The Medicare plan that replaces traditional Medicare coverage, and it's generally at a much lower cost, is called what? So A, Medicare Part D, B, Medicare Replacement Plan, C, Medicare Advantage Plan, or D, Medicare Supplement Plan. Drum roll, please. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's the uh, C, Medicare Advantage Plan. And in the next uh, in the next several weeks, we're going to talk a lot more about Medicare. It, it is open enrollment time where it's that time of year. And uh, so we'll get into that a whole lot more uh, in the next uh, several weeks. So back to our conversation or discussion topic of the day or at least of the first part of the day here, caring for the caregiver. So the caregiver survival tips, plan ahead when possible. And I know sometimes when you're in the in the throes, in the heat of the moment, some of these don't make a lot of sense, but uh, you, you have to try. Learn about available resources. Take one day at a time. Uh, and sometimes, hey, when, when I've been a caregiver, sometimes it's take one hour at a time. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so so that's what you have to do, uh, maybe just to get through to the next day. All right, so the next one: develop some contingency plans. I'm a huge planner, and I ha- redundancy is huge. So contingency plans, backup plans. This is unbelievably important. Plan for the worst, plan for different outcomes, and just have yourself covered. And then here, this is a big one, especially for, I would say for men, but for, for the ladies too, accept help, accept some help. So if someone's going to offer to help, take them up on their offer. This is part of getting some assistance so that you can get a little bit of a break and recharge your batteries. So accept help. If help is offered, don't be shy. Don't be too proud. And that's a big one. Oh, no, no, this is my job. I don't need your help. I've got it covered. Well, you don't have it covered. No, you don't. Sometimes you don't have it covered. 
and you may need some help. So let people help you. If they want to help, let them help. All right, the next one, make your health a priority. Make sure that you get to the doctor. Make sure that you are controlling your blood pressure. Make sure that you're controlling your weight and any other health issues, and that would include uh, your uh, eyeglasses and, and contacts. That would also include your dental health. Make sure your health is a priority because, again, if you go down the tubes and now you need help, you have, now we have two people needing help, that's, uh, that's not a good situation. Get enough rest and eat properly. Again, easier said than done, I know. But there are lots and lots of ways that you can get more rest than you're getting right now. And don't just grab something. You need to eat properly. Again, that's making your health a priority, uh, making sure you're taking care of your, your nutrition. Make time for leisure. Steve, are you kidding me? This is a 24-7 job. Well, guess what? You better bring in some family and friends to give you a break. You better bring in a home care company to give you a break. You have to figure this out. You have to make time for yourself and, and your leisure. Hobbies, something to take your mind. Again, just get some mental break before you jump back into the into the battle here. Uh, be good to yourself. Treat yourself to a, a warm cup of cocoa on a cold evening. Treat yourself to some comfort food on a Sunday afternoon. When, uh, when the football game's going or whatever your thing is, just, just be good to yourself and then share your feelings with others. And this is a big one. Don't keep it all bottled up because that, that's just, that's adding to that internal stress. And so don't be afraid. And guess what? You're pretty vulnerable when you do that. So talk to a family member you trust, someone you trust. It could be a friend, uh, someone at your church. Talk to someone you trust and share your feelings with others because that's, that's a huge one. And well, I, I'm just so mad about this, but I feel guilty that I'm mad because it's not their fault. Well, that's okay. That's super normal, but you need to talk that out and get some resolution for that. So share your feelings with other, uh, others. And in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to continue to expand on this topic of caring for the caregiver. We're going to talk about uh, becoming proactive and preventing stress-inducing opportunities from ever happening in the first place. I love to play offense on that. I'm going to provide you a lot of information about that, uh, how to uh, eliminate uh, some of these stressful opportunities from ever happening, uh, how to change energy-depleting behavior, where I'm going to get into lots and lots of good stuff in the next several episodes of Senior Care Live, so be sure to tune in for that. So hopefully that's helpful for you, and that will kickstart it. Now, I want to shift gears and introduce my friends Ryan Gamble and Tanya Gamble with the Gamble team. They're Realtors with Keller Williams. You can reach them at 913-220-0818 or online at thegambleteam.com. Ryan and Tanya, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thank you. Great to yeah. be here. Yeah, thanks for having us back, Steve. We're real excited about the conversations we're going to have today. Excellent, excellent. All right, hey, let's let's jump right in. Well, that um, uh, you know your your intro of um, uh, taking care of the caregiver really fits well. I um, like to tell um, a, a brief story on a phone call that I got from somebody who'd received our moving mom and dad guide and um, had shared with me 
that they were, uh, dad had been out of the house in, in a community with needing care for quite some long time and about a year. And they were working to do some liquidation of, um, some of the belongings that they decided not to keep. Mm-hmm. And they were having, you know, your typical garage sale. Yeah. And so, uh, as the story goes, um, they, they were approached during the garage sale that weekend by, three or four uh, investors that were looking to buy property and which is all good. And, and um, the investors have um, add value uh, at times, but what ultimately happened and she shared this story that because of the stress that they were undergoing at the time uh, with dad's health at the moment, uh, they decided to go ahead and, and sell the property to an investor and they ended up getting about 50 cents on the dollar. Oh, no. Wow, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. 50 cents on the dollar, which is perfectly fine if that's the right thing uh, to yeah. do for, for, for the family. Not, not suggesting not. But one thing that I, I caution the caregivers to be very careful, that if, you're, if your uh, parents are going to need Medicaid down the road, you need to be sure that you're getting market value, and you can substantiate the sale. Wow. So after the break, I want to continue that conversation because a gift in Medicaid terms is selling a, a an asset for under market value. It could cause huge penalties, cause giant problems. So Ryan and Tanya, right after the break, let's continue this conversation. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now toll-free 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now. You can call anytime, actually. 800 800- Three three one six four four five. And if you ever miss an episode or have someone else uh, that should hear the the subject of the day, um, usually just in three or four days after this broadcast, uh, I'll have it up on my website, SeniorCareLive.com. Just go to the podcast uh, section and you can find every episode right there and you can listen to that anytime, 24-7. All right, back to my special guests, Ryan and Tanya Gamble with the Gamble team. They are realtors with Keller Williams, and they are experts in real estate. I mean, these are... Okay, I'm going to brag for you for a second. We're talking trained by Harvard in the art in, in, of negotiation. Uh, we're talking they are certified senior housing professionals, a rare designation. There's only like 135 in all of North America. 
uh, right here in Kansas City. Put these folks to work for you. They do a fantastic job. They are top producers, and they have a segment of their business focused on helping you sell your seniors' home. That maybe they've lived in that in that home for decades. That's a that's a much different type of a sale and set of circumstances versus selling my house. So it's it's a different deal. And Ryan and Tanya do a fantastic job. You can reach them at nine one three two two zero zero eight. One eight. That's nine one three two two zero zero eight one eight. Or online at thegambleteam.com. Thegambleteam.com. All right. Well, Steve, that was really nice to say all those kind things, and I appreciate it. Uh, one thing that uh, we do and like to do and are proud to do is to provide any listener who contacts us with a a free. Um, guide that is moving mom and dad, five common mistakes adult children of aging parents make and how to avoid them. And as Tony and I have said prior and in, in other uh, opportunities, uh, we've been through them and made those mistakes. And, um, you know, it, there's so much here, so much stress on the caregiver. This is, import, is an important guide. Call me at 913-220-0818. Leave me a message if you don't reach me. If you got questions, what have you, happy to answer them. But I'd be more than happy to send you out a, uh, one of these guides free of charge. And it's a $25 value. So Excellent. And it's a fantastic resource guide, 40 pages of absolutely just critical information. If you're looking at selling your parents' home uh, or, or, hey, you may be selling your own home that you've lived in for 40 years and downsizing, maybe moving to an independent living community, et cetera, uh, you need to take Ryan and Tanya up on this offer. It's a free guide, Moving Mom and Dad, the five common mistakes made when selling the home in this particular situation of a, of a home of a senior. And more importantly, how do you avoid those mistakes? This is fantastic information, totally free of charge. 913-220-0818. And Ryan, let's get back to your to that story. Uh, and you do you want to reset that? Yeah, we were talking about um, uh, liquidating some assets and, and, and the fa- uh, family caregivers were you know, doing a garage sale and um, – they were approached by, uh, I think there were four or five parties that wanted to buy the property. And, you know, long story short, um, you know, they do, you know, they, uh, they were doing what they felt was best, but they ended up getting 50 cents on the dollar. And that's, you know, an investor, I, I, they serve their purpose. There's times and places. Sure. Uh, but we're really where the caution gets in, you, you know, is, uh, besides, uh, responsibility for money. And trying to get as much for your your loved ones as possible. The other aspect of it is you got to be very very careful when your your parents may down the road or currently need Medicaid, and uh, you've got to be able to justify the sales price. And in the case that um, was brought to me, and they got fifty cents on the dollar. That's a problem. And here's here's the uh, here's the long and the the short of that. If they need Medicaid in the next five years, they're in big trouble. 
because I'm just going to pull a number out of the air. And I'm, and, and this is not the numbers that we talked about, but say if it's a $200,000 home, I'm just making this up and they sold it for 50 cents on the dollar. They gave it away. Uh, they gave away effectively a hundred thousand dollars. You divide that by five thousand dollars and the number is 20. So here's how the Medicaid penalty works for the next 20 months. Medicaid will not pay for their care in a nursing home, period. And then Medicaid will start paying on month 21. So you, you take the shortfall that they, that they just gave away, divide it by five. And that number is the number of months Medicaid will not pay for your nursing home. They just cause themselves a huge, huge problem. Yeah. And I think that they're thinking possibly was that they were just going to get the money so that they have the money and they have a guaranteed sale. Yep. And they, you know, maybe should have explored a few other options. So that's always something that, of course, we can help with with our senior division, as you already discussed. So, And you can help people find investors if that's appropriate for their particular situation. Absolutely. And generally, it isn't. Generally, um, the homes are saleable. And if not, there's a few things we can help them do. Or it's always the senior's decision, of course, and the sure. caregivers, what's best for the family and what's going to help alleviate their stress. Absolutely. And, and look, if the house is in disrepair, et cetera, et cetera, I mean, there are lots of times when an, an investor is, that is the right avenue. Mm-hmm. But if the house has a, a great fair market appraised value, and by the way, all kinds of houses in my neighborhood have sold in like a day or two, or I don't even think they're on the market a month. I mean, the housing market is hot right now. So I just see that as, gosh, I hate to keep piling on, but that was a huge mistake, I, I think. Well, even if the house is in need of significant repairs, it still has a fair market value. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in, in, you know, selling it at a significant discount off of fair market value limits, limits the amount of money that your, your loved ones have for their future care, even if they're not going to use uh, Medicaid. Uh, but when Medicaid is a possibility down the road, You've got to take that into consideration because, you know, who's going to make up the shortfall of the number of months that Medicare won't, in fact, pay for the services that your your loved one needs? That's right. That comes from the family or they're not getting their care in a nursing home and they're staying with their kids and their kids are going to be providing the care. This is a big deal. This is a huge, huge issue. Well, thanks. And I, I'm going to let Tanya talk. She's got some uh, interesting um, uh, interesting studies she read, and we got some really good information here to talk about. Excellent. Great. Yeah, we um, are going to talk today about what's going on, what the, uh, how to have the talk, if you will. And uh, okay, <laughs> kind of a conversation starter here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of segueing into the caregiver that we've talked about already in the show and um, things that they can do to hopefully make it easier down the road by actually having a plan and a strategy. And it's not always possible, but when it is, we've got some tips maybe to at least start the conversation. But I just wanted to talk really quickly about a senior blog that I follow that I saw something regarding a communication. And today we're also busy. We think it's fine to uh, send a text even to grandma, grandpa, or whoever the case may be. Maybe yeah. we'll send them an email we might give them a phone call and, you know, we're doing the best we can do in their circumstances, especially if we're a member of the sandwich generation, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, the big, the takeaway of the study basically is that, um, th- they did research and found that study participants who, um, met up with family and friends at least three times a week actually had a lower, uh, 
possibility of developing depression issues. Oh, I can totally see that because you're you're seeing the people that you love and you care about and they love you. And uh, I can see that totally lifting your spirits in a, in a major way. Yeah. I mean, phone calls and digital communication just don't have the same power as face-to-face interactions, which really isn't rocket science. But, and, and, um, and touch. Yes, absolutely. G- give your grandma a big hug. That's worth a million dollars. Yeah, I think one of the really interesting facts that said that um, the – there are significant differences between the types of individuals that is family member versus friend. Uh, I thought that was interesting too. And it said that um, the, among adults, 50 to 70 frequent in-person contact with friends reduced their uh, sub- subsequent depression, excuse me. And in contrast, adults 70 and older benefited most from contact in person with children and family members. So it's not interesting. Yeah. And, and as we get older, our family, your, your circle, I think becomes t- smaller and smaller, tighter and tighter. And what that comes down to is is your family. Right. Your and family's we, everything. Right. And we've touched on that subject before about the legacy you're leaving behind. And so that's that all makes sense. It all ties in. Absolutely. And that's one of my regrets. I, I have very few regrets in my life, but now that my grandparents are gone, I, I wish I would have seen them in person more. And I, I can't can't do anything about it now, but I, that's that's one I wish I could take back and do over. Yep. Well, very good. I I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, a very common thing, and uh, it's really um, having a what if talk with your parents. It, you know, uh, as a caregiver, we're all faced with uh, a lot of stresses in life, and and uh, our parents, nor do our <laughs> do we necessarily want to have conversations about the future. But the number one mistake that we make as as family members supporting our our aging parents is not having a plan in place if a crisis were to occur. Mm. And so ultimately what happens is the crisis occurs. We're making very fast and quick decisions and, uh, and it often uh, eliminates many of the good choices that are out there for, for our uh, loved ones. Ryan, after the break, let's, uh, let's continue that thought on having a plan. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by 24 hours a day, so you can call anytime, 800 800- Three three one six four four five, and don't forget uh, to check out online at seniorcarelive.com. Back to my special guests, Ryan and Tanya Gamble with the Gamble Team. They're realtors with Keller Williams. You can check them out online at the Gamble Team. 
thegambleteam.com, thegambleteam.com. Their phone number also is 913-220-0818. And look, if you're, th- if you're thinking about moving or you see this coming, e- even if it's towards the end of the year, first of the year, next spring, it is ne- you, we're going to talk about having a plan, right? And so you need to get your hands on this resource guide, Moving Mom and Dad. It talks about the five most common mistakes that we all make when we're working with our aging parents and looking at selling their home. It's a much different sale and situation and set of resources than if it was to sell my house. So this is this is a big, big deal. Uh, the five most common mistakes and then how to avoid them. This, this guide is, 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 has a value of $25. I think it's way more valuable than that. If you're in the throes of this, it's the resource guide. It's 40 pages. It's totally free of charge. Thanks, Ryan and Tanya. 913-220-0818. Request your free copy of the guide, Moving Mom and Dad. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Stephen. Yeah. I, you know, we're going to talk about some concepts that are in the guide. No need to take notes necessarily just call me and i'll send a copy out to you so you know as as um as i mentioned crisis is is not where you want to be when you're making decisions uh regarding your parents and so it's like well how do i how do i avoid getting to that crisis point uh well it really involves having some open heart-to-heart conversations with uh with your loved ones and your parents and you know some parents are willing to talk about it openly. Some may be even proactive about it. My dad was willing to talk a little bit about it. My mom, no, she didn't want to talk about any subject (laughs) uh, associated with um, aging. And, you know, um, it's an important conversation. There's a way to approach it and have it and, and have it over a period of time. Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with being optimistic. My mom was optimistic, and that's the way to be. No one's going to say not to be. Sure. But we can't get in denial about uh, and then end up in a lack of preparedness in the event that something does happen. Yep. You know, one of the, th- one of the key points here is that, um, uh, you know, when you ask children of their parents, do they know what their parents' wishes are? Most of them will tell you yes. And the reality of it is many do not because they really haven't had the conversation. And so what we're going to share with a, a few tips on that, and Tanya's going to talk about, you know, uh, an approach and then call for the guide and, and it gets in more detail. Okay. So all of this is in the guide. Correct. Excellent. Okay. Tanya. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting that a lot of people do think that they know what their parents want and uh, they have their best interests at heart, of course. Sure. So they really need to uh, take the time and hopefully this will give some uh, instance today where they can decide and approach their parents and talk about what needs to happen. Um, one of the things that is important is to let your parent have a sense of purpose and contribution. Mm-hmm. So they need to be a part of what's happening and uh, you can't necessarily make decisions for them as we already discussed. So um, maintaining control in the world is where the control is being lost for them is a big problem with seniors. And it goes into the uh, contribution of um, defining what the ultimate plan is. Mm -hmm. You know, the planting and waiting is a step that's suggested and, and like um, 
just going up front and saying, this is what's going to be, Mom, this is what, Dad, I think this is what's best for you. It's good to maybe listen to them and think about when there are opportunities to seed the conversation. And what I mean by that is, um, for instance, if they say that their friend Susie moved to a uh, assisted living facility, you could always come in and ask, you know, if they've thought about that. And that seems pretty basic, but those are just some some choices. And maybe uh, a conversation starter. So how's Susie doing in her new assisted living apartment? It looks like a pretty nice place. And then you, you're just, you're not even, you're just talking. And then they might right. say, you know, she seems like she's doing pretty well. And in fact, we went over there and, met and had lunch with her the other day. It's nothing like I thought it would be. And all of a sudden you, you're talking without being, um, you, you just, it, it's a, it's a non-threatening type of a, just a conversation. You know, I think that I think that makes sense, Steve. And and um, really, what what you're doing here is, you know, you're talking about their needs, not your needs, and you need to make it really clear that this is about them, not about you. And you know, you you need to to get their get their input. And really, uh, there probably are some misconceptions that are out there, uh, and you want to work to to overcome those and, and base them on facts. Um, you know, you're offering solutions and options. There's nothing wrong with having that conversation. It's a good, healthy discussion. It's also something that's really easy to avoid doing. Oh, yeah. Because it's not, it's not what you want to have. Head, head in the sand. Yeah. But, you know, you know, the holidays aren't all that far off, and that's a time for family to, to get around and chit-chat. And if you have the guide, we have a, a, a list of questions in here that could stimulate the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in a formal way. It can just be in a conversation. The important is being patient. These decisions, these discussions take time. And that's why delaying them will likely end up putting you in a position of being in a crisis mode where decisions are made that you don't want to make. No one makes their best decisions. And it takes really, your parents want to be in control. Let let them be part of the decision process instead of being forced because they've fallen. They have to have a community to move to for support, yep. and, and they don't get a chance to go to where they want to go because there's no openings. Yep. And Tanya, I love the I love your point of plant and seed and and talk about that you know well in advance and and maybe just kind of, then the conversation will come up again. I did this with my mom. I I, I, I was begging her to move, but we talked <laughs> about it. And five years later, she finally moved. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it, it was a good thing. Yeah, our our experience has shown a bit that um, sometimes the parent doesn't really even understand what the options are. And actually, a lot of times the caregivers don't either. There's so many more options today than there ever were before. Yep. And sometimes they have misconstrued bad memories of visiting their grandparents. Uh, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I will tour with the family and they walk in and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is nicer than my house. <laughs> you know, I, I I was not expecting this. And they're just pleasantly surprised. So uh, so so I think the message is don't put off the conversation. Be proactive and, and start early. And in this guide, moving mom and dad, you have all kinds of conversation starters. Ryan, how can we get our hands on this guide? Well, uh, please give me a call at 913-220-0818. And I want to make one thing clear. We believe that uh, if, if, our, if family members can remain in their home, 
There's nothing wrong with that. We support that 100%. It's when they can no longer safely live in that condition. That's when we're ready to step in and help out. All right. Ryan and Tanya Gamble, 913-220-0818. And give them a call. They'll send you one of these uh, resource guides free of charge. Ryan and Tanya, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. All right. And to everyone listening, I am so honored you spent a part of your day uh, listening to this program. I just want to thank you very, very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.